When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's uh, welcome, welcome back to the your one and only traditional Catholic conspiracy podcast. Uh, it's me, Tom. Uh, we have we have Josh, and we What's have. What's up, everybody? Uh, yep, Josh is real confident. Josh uh, got offered a new job, and we also have uh, a, a co-host filling in for Nick, um, our buddy. Uh, Buddy Ryan from ESPN, so say hi, Ryan. Hey, everybody. Long-time listener, first-time talker. It's good to be here. Ryan uh, and I go way back. We would uh, we went to a lot of a lot of Cardinals games. We've been we've been in the trenches together, to say the least. We uh, <laughs> once went to five straight games where we lost all of them. So we did not have we had a bad. I, it was like, uh, like it was the, a rough patch last The length season. of games gets longer every time you talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went to John Lester's first start, and uh, we uh, R- Ryan and I have this interesting relationship uh, because the past like few times we've gone up and gone to a game, we're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get drunk. We're gonna keep our shit together, and every single game we get really drunk and lose our shit. Like this past game, Ryan, when we were like, nah, we're going to have our beers early in the game and not go anywhere after the game. And sure enough, by the seventh inning, we're like three or four beers deep in. You're like, want to go to 1860s? We're like, I guess, yeah, that was always the plan. We never, we have no, we have no control. We turn into a couple of gremlins each time. I mean, the beers are so cheap at the stadium. You just can't stop knocking them back, you know? It is good cheap beer, and uh, get to go up. What is it like five five dollar beers before? Uh, uh, what was it first pitch? I think they raised. I think it's like five twenty five now. So yeah, inflation. inflation Goddamn Obama. Goddamn it. Were we uh were we also at the game when Rally Cat happened? We were at one. We were at that Royal Series. And I think we're, that was fucking we cat the ran over the field. Yeah, well, so. yeah, we I were in the right field ones. Yeah, and then that fucking. And I think you said something like, "This will be a this will be a big thing tomorrow morning," and it was. And it was, and it became a thing because we won like eight of our next ten and got back into like sniffing the wild card, and then the, then we choked down the stretch and went like one and five in the last week. But you know, we've had we've had a lot of uh, had a lot of good memories. You know, made a lot of good memories. Um, uh, we still don't know what's happened to Nick. Um, Ryan, he ha- he's used his sources <laughs> as an intern with uh, with ESPN. Uh, Ryan, have you have uh, have, have, have the media elites over at ESPN have they uh, figured out? Have, do they have a lead on what's happened to our to our other co-host, our main co-host, Nick Scarpacci? I actually, I think. Okay, this is a little inside uh, information. Some of the things that Nick may have been saying were a little, um, you know, not liked by the uh, the authorities that be. So, um, oh, oh no, certainly. And who was that? The uh, I don't know. Randy Carricker does not like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's just, not they're, a they're fan. Very upset with his takes on Paul DeYoung, and uh, yeah, they're just they 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 do not appreciate it. You can't take down the system from outside. Got it. Yeah, um, uh, it's you know Paul DeYoung slander can only go so far, and then eventually everything uh, 
catches up. I always knew Andrea DeYoung was a fed. I always got that vibe from her. (laughs) (laughs) It just can't be overstated. Someone on this podcast got blocked by a Cardinals player's mom for being too (laughs) (laughs) Like, this just can't be overstated enough. Like, that... That is the funniest shit. This, I don't even care that it wasn't me. That's my only claim to notoriety is I know someone <laughs> blocked by Paul DeYoung's mom. <laughs> oh, God. It is, uh, it's my favorite thing about this podcast is that um, uh, he got blocked by a, a, a Major League Baseball player's uh, mother. <laughs> Which... After what Paul DeYoung did to uh, the Yankees this past series, I can see why people might, why Nick would think he's a terrorist. So, it's, uh... It's my fucking city, bro. I can't believe believe you took down, I can't believe you took down our fucking blessed Yankees. You're worse than Bin Laden, Paul DeYoung. Oh my god, that's what we should do. Paul DeJabroni, because fucking... This this guy just no, gonna no, no, no. take it easy. Photoshop. <laughs> we need a Photoshop. Paul DeYoung's face on Osama bin Laden's body is what we need to do. Or I we could, need. I a, could get the Lebanese on that. Or you know, take the photo of Pete Alonso destroying World Trade Center North, and then just put Paul DeYoung in instead. So. <laughs> He's doing the other tower. Yeah, they're both the combined. Yeah, they do a fucking like uh, like Schwarzenegger Predators handshake after they knock them both down. <laughs> the Booth Boys are at it again. <laughs> the bats say the uh, these machines kill fascists. Yeah. So. You just that you just uh, look up Paul I, Young's like college transcripts, and it's just he took a lot of a lot of flight school, a lot of a lot of classes about. Had to fly Boeing. <laughs> he got he had an internship for like Boeing and Raytheon. <laughs> he took like flight classes. <laughs> what was this trip to Saudi Arabia, Paul? <laughs> we really demoted him to Memphis because we found a copy of the Quran in his du- in his duffel bag. That's kind of why we sent him down. We were worried he was getting a little radicalized. So, actually, it should be the Turner Diaries. Like, you don't really see, like, a lot of major acts of, like, Islamic extremist violence like we, uh, like we did with, like, Paris and, and, uh, and, like, fucking Nice and all these other European calamities. Now it's just, like, right-wing extremist shit. So, Paul DeYoung has a copy of, like, the Turner Diaries and Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules of Life in his, in his, in his backpack. And they're like, yeah, that's why we send him down. Ah, oh, damn. Right at the wall. Sorry. Yeah. That's MVP oh, runner-up, Nolan Arenado. MVP, Nolan Arenado. Guys, Donald Trump, speaking of baseball, uh, the FBI just stole second on Donald Trump. They just uh, raided his home in Mar-a-Lago. That's, that's a thing. Uh, I, I don't have any jokes prepared or anything. I, I feel like it'd get too libby, but uh, it is kind of funny, I guess. Hey, just like uh, Marjorie Tyler fucking Green River Killer said, um, you know, we got to defund the FBI, and all of a sudden every leftist is going to vote for her <laughs> in a heartbeat. Like, this all right, is, uh, let's fucking do it. This is how the Republicans outflank the Democrats in the midterms now. <laughs> this is how they do it. They just go full ACAB. Yeah, basically. <laughs> See, yeah, MGT is going to start kneeling during, like, fucking national anthems and shit like that. That's what the Republicans are going to do for what's happening to Trump right now. So, it is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Uh, uh, The best thing I've seen that the internet had was today before the podcast, Ryan, uh, a guy tweeted that Marjorie Taylor Greene looked like Lee Corso, and uh, that... That's been my highlight so far from all this mess. <laughs> Not so fast, my friends. <laughs> she puts on the Democratic, like, donkey, like, helmet. I'm switching yeah. teams. <laughs> she puts on a helmet that has fucking Q written on it. <laughs> so, 
MAGA right across where the fucking advertise or fucking brand name should be. Uh, all right, Let's we gotta go talk about Brandon. baseball. Let's go, Dark Brandon rising. He killed that congressperson <laughs> and her driver. He's going after Trump. Dark Brandon rising. I swear. Um, we gotta. We do have to talk about baseball. We need to talk about baseball. Um, Do you guys see the uh, Little League World Series that the kid like hugged him after he got beamed? Yeah, he get, it. it was like all over. Oh no! This kid, uh, uh, this kid had one get away, and he hit this kid in the head. And the kid in the head was like, "Don't worry, dude, you're doing fine out there." And everyone was like, "Man, how touching, touching baseball!" And then people in the comments. Shit. People in the comments be like, I would have fucking dusted. I, I got to get off my plate, baby. Got to get off my plate. Baseball fans are the weirdest when it comes to kids showing like sportsmanship because I saw that. And then someone posted a video of a high school game where there was a, a play at the plate and the catcher had the ball and uh, the runner just fucking ran him over. And then uh, he got the runner got thrown out because you can't do that. And everyone's like, "He's hey, nope, he was blocking the plate. That kid, that kid deserved to die for what he did." Like, <laughs> All of those people fucking, have like brain damage from when they got hit as a catcher. Like they think that like everyone should have the same brain damage they have. Yeah, like concussions are. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to do that to, like, a young, developing brain. Also, like, it's horrible sportsmanship just to be like, I'm clearly out, but I'm going to hurt this kid in the process. Like, no, don't do that shit. It's like, like, no. I, you know, uh, it's, people, uh, people will bitch and say it's like the sport getting soft, but I don't, I, I think less, I think less brain injuries for children it's probably a good thing. You can clip clip this out of context however anyone wants, but I think kids with less brain injuries probably is a good thing to have. How dare Controversial you say that, take. Tom? No, that's I mean, this welcome to Hot Take Central. Injuries are what made me. <laughs> I have a fucking brain injury, that's for sure. Uh, hey, uh a traumatic brain injury? Ryan, what? Yeah, Dwight, the fucking, that's an inside joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even referencing that now, yeah. No, we need to explain this inside joke before we uh, uh, get Ryan's take on, on Juan Soto. Um, we were, uh, Nick uh, Nick and our buddy Tyler, they're recording their uh, an album for their band, The Final Pollution, and our friend Mark, uh, who's lead guitarist and sings vocals on it, they had like a singing portion where the lyrics were like, drown, drown, drown them all downstream. And Mark is a brilliant, brilliant singer, brilliant musician. And he could not say drown right. He kept saying dwown. And Tyler and I were losing our minds because, like, what are you doing? He's like, dwown, dwown, dwown them downstream. We're like, say drown. And he's like, drown. Now sing it. Dwown. And we're like, Mark, what the fuck is going on? We thought he was broken. <laughs> Where's the hard reset button on you, dude? Is this a bit? He's like, it's not a bit. I swear to God. We had to like, <laughs> had to like leave the garage so he could record so he couldn't see us. And he got a little bit better on it. Anyway, Ryan, so good to have you on, bro. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for coming on, man. Dude, yeah. No, thank you for letting me do this. For I, I just, I vow to make the podcast dumber. I think that's what I'll bring to the table. <laughs> I, hey. Tom can get all, you know, esoteric with, you know, talking about Mao or whatever the shit he talks about. But I'll just make, I'll, I'll be strictly, I like Michaelis's mustache. That's what I'll bring <laughs> whenever we're, like, he'll be he'll talking some... about, you know, the Portuguese Civil War. And I will talk about, man, how many players are wearing gold chains now? Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> Josh, Ryan uh, came up with my uh, new favorite bit when we were at this last game. Uh, what was your idea for Fred Bird on the weekends, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> was it like mean Fred Bird? We should get like, scary. Mean Fred Bird no, going? you called him scary Fred Bird. Okay, scary <laughs> Fred Bird. We were, we were on a we were riffing we were riffing on like Fred Bird being a drunk. You're, you were like, how about a scary Fred Bird? <laughs> <laughs> The crow. It's basically the crow is Fred Bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you have a weekday Fred Bird is what the kids see, but then you have weekend Fred Bird. <laughs> just a mean, scary guy. Just, <laughs> just mean. bags under his eyes. <laughs> piss covered in piss and booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, going to go like, like sad Fred Bird, basically. Uh, destitute Fred Bird. Like, like he does a skit on the bullpen where he chokes... He's sleeping and then he chokes on his own vomit and dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ryan, where were you? Dave Fred Bird didn't hit on his bet. <laughs> Ryan, where were you? Took you a long time to come back from the concession stand. Ah, Fred Bird hit me up for money again. He was <laughs> said he was <laughs> said he was really down on his luck. Honestly, if I didn't his give him money, I think he'd still kill me. <laughs> And you don't see him in, like, good places. You only see him, like, in the bathroom when it's, like, he can corner you <laughs> while you're taking a piss. Yeah, and the lights in the bathroom always conveniently go out or dim. Like, like you hear a bulb audibly break. And you're like, what? And there he is just stepping out of a stall. <laughs> like, it's a shadowy stall. <laughs> oh, man, I need to shake this. And he teleports right behind you. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. I can't get some of that Cardinals cash. <laughs> I bet his drug dealer's name is like Vulture. <laughs> we had like, oh I god, we were some money, man. I gotta get some money, man. We were ri- that was a good riff that game. Uh, we're talking about like he'd be like up in the upper mezzanine, he would just throw up over the side onto people in the bleachers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here you go, my baby birds, and just vomits. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give out t-shirts he just tosses out rocks from the- <laughs> <laughs> loads of rock yeah loads of rock in a t-shirt game <laughs> oh my god it's a that's a great bit see that's what we need on christian uh, christian family day at the ballpark <laughs> But Ryan, 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 uh, you know, uh, we had the Juan Soto sweepstakes. Cardinals are undefeated since that. And the Padres are, one might say, one in five since the trade. How how do you feel about all this? Uh, I I feel fine not getting Juan Soto. Uh, Yeah. I think the Padres will be fine. That's just, like, bad luck. They're, They're a gonna be great but uh, yeah i mean dodgers are really yeah. good in stack too and soto's been hitting well with him he's got like a 900 ops so just uh uh well you know small sample sizes everyone is uh, clamoring that uh you know we you know padres lost their trade we won out by not getting soto i'm like yeah, everyone chill it's been it's been a it's been a week let's see where things are in september yeah we we played the worst team in baseball, the New York Yankees. So we are, yeah, the only team, by the way, we could beat in the AL East, and it's these punk ass Yankees. <laughs> well, we had our full them. team, and for some reason, they didn't have their full team. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they can't that umpire... travel across Rizzo and Stanton can't travel across the river. They, yeah, yeah, because uh, well, it's not the va- it's because they're overly vaccinated. Is why when you come to the Midwest, you actually have to be a vaccine, uh, a vaccine wow. short. I've heard. So it's the uh, it's the new statute. It's the it's the new statute where uh, you're allowed to uh, get uh, get retail workers sick. You know, you know, if you actually do that, they actually pay you a referral, a bounty, one might say, if you can uh, if you can get someone sick at like a McDonald's or something. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a. So I'm kind of advocating for genocide here, but that's an effective way of uh, ensuring your flock has the highest immunity. Josh, you're yeah. gonna fill in well as the new Nick. You know, we haven't had talks yeah. of genocide on here since him. Uh, he's yeah. Nick is. Uh, you know, he's he's dead. We think he's dead, folks. He might be dead. Um, we got reports that he did not drown at sea. Last week, uh, for those who listened to the Will O'Donnell, that is roped. God damn. Charles Johnson Crone. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess our winning streak is we're going to get our asses kicked by the Rockies. But we don't. We're still trying to figure out what's happened to Nick. We know he's dead. 
100% know he's dead. We just got to figure out how he died, and then we got to get his body back and give him the proper military uh, burial that he deserves. You know. In uh, in 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 Germany, you know, they would uh, they would they would they would cremate the body. Uh, so I guess that's what we're gonna do with Nick. But we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it, folks. We know we've been fielding a lot of questions about what's happened to our to our little meatball. Well, you know, there has been some foreshadowing for possibly a plane crash. You know, his music career is starting to really take off. Mm-hmm. I heard of listening to La Bamba not too yeah. long ago. He uh, yeah, he's and he appropriated like Buddy Holly. He he's stole kind of some black guys the music. Big Papa. Yeah. Yeah. No, I th- I. I think he basically, um, you know, the day that music died, he had the same, you know, and Buddy Holly, uh, Richie Valens, and uh, the Big Bopper died. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as Ryan said, Nick upset a lot of powerful people who might, you know, sabotage an aircraft he's on. You know, that could have, but that may be what happened. What if, like, Paul DeYoung is a sleeper agent and, like, a black ops team just took him out? <laughs> because, <laughs> like, like Andrea DeYoung is, like, Mrs. Smith, you know? The f- fucking dumbest sleeper agent possible. His code name would be Bag of Hammers. <laughs> I'm just saying, look into her background. She came out of nowhere. She yeah, wasn't, she wasn't born in the U.S. of A. You mean to tell me that? Political... That, sweet, that sweet woman pushed Paul DeYoung out of her pussy. Is that what you mean to tell me? I ain't buying it. This lady's a fed. No. She's a fed. Not even his birth mother. Not even his real mom, you're right. (laughs) Paul DeYoung was made in a black site lab. Underneath a quick trip. The the Pentagon. (laughs) Fucking uh, fucking Delta Op Pauly. Pauly Delta Op. That's what his code name is. I knew it. He had to go get back down to the miners. It wasn't like to be at Memphis. He had to get reprogrammed. Like he had to, he had to, they had to MK put it Ultra in experience it. again. <laughs> Replace that was strikeout. actually his body double. His body double was at Memphis. He was actually at a remote location. We must replace strikeout protocol with the Terminator, with the Terminator program. <laughs> Where he kills everyone in the luxury seats. <laughs> he takes a strike and drops his bat, starts asking for Sarah and Connor. <laughs> oh, look at Randall Gritchuk, guys. Does anyone miss Randall Gritchuk? Oh, shit. I haven't looked, I actually. Her. Yeah. I Is he doing well? I, was, I, I feel like he would mash in Coors Field. Let me look. Because I looked at him the other day, and he hasn't fallen off, but he hit kind of like, you know, like uh, mid to high 700 uh, OPS to low 800 OPS. And, he, you know, he doesn't walk a lot, but he still, like, hits tanks. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. He ain't, like, awesome, but Gritchuk has been pretty serviceable throughout his major league career. I mean, he hit over 20... Yeah, when he went to the Blue Jays, he had 25, 31, 12, and 22 tanks. And this year he has 11 homers, and he has over a 700 OPS. He still cannot draw. Ooh. Oh, is that another one? Oh, oh, oh. Nolan, baby. But no, Gritchuk's, uh, Gritchuk's, he's carved out a decent MLB career. So. He's serviceable. I mean, I got, like, he's. Very serviceable. But don't miss him. I mean, we have uh, we have the we have the nuke nuke newt weapon out there in right field, Lars Newbar. So, who uh, he got a pretty good write up uh, by Derek Gould about how uh, pretty uh, how he's uh, basically got the attitude of a six year vet in terms of keeping guys loose because Lars is a spark plug. And I can kind of see that. I, I gotta admit, Newbar is uh, Newbar's been doing. Uh, we've we've said it probably ad nauseum on here. He's bounced back, but he's uh, he's definitely provided some life, and he was really good in that Yankee series, especially defensively. Yeah, and it seems like whenever you they pan to the dugout, he's always like hyping dudes up. 
Like he's like seems like the only dude that's high fiving Paul DeYoung hard. Like yeah, it's good know. to have a guy like that. It adds like personality, a little life. You know it. It, I always, anytime, I don't know if you guys have ever got this vibe with, like, past Cardinals teams, but I always felt like we're, like, a little bit boring at the very least. Like, we don't have, like, a, you know, we we didn't have, like, a, a, a Tim Anderson type of guy, you know what I'm talking about, or, you know, like a, or, you know, oh, man, Nolan just made that error. Ooh. We didn't have, like, an excitable, like, I feel like player. Like, Nolan's got a, Nolan's got a fire to him. You know, if he gets any pitch up and in, he's clear in the benches. So that's neat to have that. Yeah. But, I mean, Goldie's, like, pretty reserved. Michaelis is fucking weird, so that's kind of neat. But, it, you know, you know, coming up in, like, the Matheny days, like, who was, who was our most unique player? Bud Norris, because he was an asshole. Like, <laughs> Adrian Chambers. Yeah. The fucking, uh, yeah, Shane Robinson. That was our, that was our. Actually, Sugar Shane was fucking lit. I love that guy. He was ironically my favorite player on the team. Yeah, hit that big, uh, got that big hit against the Dodgers when we were their kryptonite for the uh, Sugar Shane for the early two thousand teens. Hell yeah! But no, it's good. It's just good to have it. It's good to see a team loose like that. Uh, you know, I like personality on it. Um, I tell you, I mean, we're talking about Gritchuk. If we missed him, and we're talking about how much we like Newt, I tell you, I tell you what, I feel really good about today, fellas. Is uh, is that uh, that we didn't re-sign Jason Hayward after all? Um, he got yeah. DFA'd. Yeah. So he won't uh, won't be. Yeah, back. that's. But I was looking at his like his baseball reference page today or yesterday after that got announced. He was only really good with the Braves for like one year. Yeah, like the Braves knew what the Braves knew what they were getting out of. Like they were like, and he was he was good for us, but his offense wasn't that great. His defense was amazing, but yeah, like seven ninety OPS, I think, which is good, yeah. just not not like yeah. You would want like you know when Hayward came up, he was seen as a pretty you know guy with some power, and you know he had one pretty decent powerful year with the Braves. And then he kind of became more of a contact hitter after that, which you know is nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. But like it's it's neat that his best season in the majors was with us, and then he goes to Chicago. He gets his money and he gets his ring, so good for him there. But uh, you know he uh, the the Yachty the Yachty and Wayno core outlasts the uh, the career of Jason Hayward at least in Chicago. So that in itself is a little yeah. rich, I guess. Uh, I don't want to kick him while he's down. I know many Cardinals fans would just love to, you know, wish he was still in St. Louis just so they can call him the N-word or something. Or, uh, you know, say he doesn't hustle on every play. But, uh, you know, hey, he's going to get his bag. He gets paid out next month as well. Or next month, sorry, next year as well. So, you know, good for hey, good for, uh, good for say hey here. Won his gold gloves Chicago. Got himself, uh, got himself some hardware. So, yeah. But it is nice. We didn't shell out that massive contract, and uh, you know, I know our I know our corner outfield is uh, a little uh, inconsistent, I guess, like in terms of what the future is. But you know, I I'm happy it's that level uh, of where we're at, rather than being tied to a 28 million dollar deal for someone like Hayward, because we're probably not getting a Goldie or an Arenado um, if we have his contract on the book. So um, true. Um, Gonna yeah. say the gonna say something that hurts all Cardinals fans here, but good job, Mozilliac. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he's pretty smart at what he does. I think Mo's a pretty decent GM. You know, I think he gets a lot of shit for that. I don't. Uh, yeah, I think Cardinals have like Yankee fan syndrome, where it's like if we don't have the all the best players, like the murderers row yeah. really ruined our brains. Oh God! And um, I think Cardinals fans have this delusion that uh, this uh, this city is like the best ever for an athlete to come and put down roots and play in. And I'm like, St. Louis is a good city. I like St. Louis, but I've been to Chicago, which is another just Midwestern city, and it's way better than St. Louis. I can't imagine. 
how a coastal city a 23 year old phenom being like i want to move yeah i want to go to fucking yeah i want to go to uh the middle of a conservative stronghold yeah i can't wait to party in soulard dude i'm gonna go down i'm gonna do what carlos martinez did and go downtown and harass waitresses at a club yeah i'm gonna do what jimmy ballgame does and go to shannon's and fuck hey what uh where yeah where what restaurant did uh did, does jimmy Edmonds like to slam at let's get the what at was it, it, was shannon's, was it you it? yeah was it shannon's like where uh, Jimmy likes to go, uh, was it you was telling me? If someone I thought was telling me, like uh, at, uh, Jimmy Ballgame likes to pick up, uh, pick up waitresses is what it is. I think that was his M.O. for a while. I know we're like, saying, like, I think this is all just rumors, but I think that's what one of the rumors was. Yeah. He was his wife was on like one of the Real Housewives shows. Yeah, that was a weird, I never really watched those shows, but I heard and I was like, wait, Jim Edmonds was on the Real Housewives? This fucking brain dead Caillou yeah. looking fuck. Yeah. Uh. And the only reason that like that came out that he likes that is because like she divorces him while she's on the show. Like oh, my okay, wife yeah. knows more about that than I do. And like I think it was even in those like real housewives Reddits or wherever they talk, they were saying like, Yeah, he cheats on her a lot in different places in St. Louis. That's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. Jimmy. Though. But again, it's all hearsay rumors. Jimmy Baseball, if you're listening, I love you. You're a great part of my childhood. Don't Jimmy, wanna, if you want to the name, <laughs> Jimmy, if you want to dispel these rumors, come on the pod. Tell us who you fucking big guy. Tell us who you fucking. Yeah, you, you fucking we Tony Larusa. Stories. <laughs> you gotta take a, You take Roman. You take. You take the blue blue pill. What do you take, man? Get on this show here, Jimmy. Come on, we're gonna talk about pussy. Come on, dude. I, I've been following this Andrew Tate fella, and he says that uh, he says that women make up rape, and that we're here to dominate them. I'm going to his online school of hustle, <laughs> grind, and swag. He tells me it's not a pyramid scheme, even though it looks like a pyramid scheme. But yo, bro, that's the point of pyramids, bro. You got to have a solid bottom while you get to the top, baby. All right, you got to have power bottoms, and you got to have tops. All right, come on, Jimmy, come on. We're gonna talk about swag. We're gonna talk about grinding. We're gonna talk about hustling. Get on here, baby. We got to talk about sniz. Got to talk about puss. Get on here, Jimmy Edmonds. Come on. You're a better commentator than out? than Brad Thompson. I said it. I said it, Jimmy. Oh. Oh. I hope that's what Jimmy starts talking about as he's broadcasting now. <laughs> like not like instead of like instead of. Instead of oh yeah. check out this text I just got from Rick and Keel or yeah it'll be, my, hey my... look at this look at these boobs this waitress just sent me that'll like the ratings uh, hey uh, Danny uh, my son just sent me a text uh, about this new uh, about our uh, new crypto that we're launching called uh, Jimmy Coin and I think everyone <laughs> listening should uh, probably buy into it and uh, that's how you get around on an o2 fastball right there and if you uh, get around on the o2 fastball in your life you can flip your money with a uh, jimmy coin it's it's taken off hey uh <laughs> danny uh this uh, waitress from shannon's uh sending me some uh, pictures of her uh, undergarments i'm gonna have to step out for a minute <laughs> yeah. brad shannon, can you fill it <laughs> yeah mike shannon is a. Uh, <laughs> Mike Shannon's dressing in drag and sending me pictures of his uh, of his pig in a blanket. If you know what I mean, I can't do a good Jimmy impersonation, but he's like, uh, "Brad, fill in for me a little bit." Hey, no problem there, Jimmy. Danny, I also got a photo for my kid. It's ugly ass head and his big ugly ass face. Look at these abominations! Like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Hoo-ah, Danny! <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You can't handle my ugly-ass kids. <laughs> Never touch another man's rhubarb, Danny. <laughs> what I did is I pointed, a gun, <laughs> pointed to gun to little Brad Jr. and I said, Hey, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we were joking around about Jack Nicholson uh, 
She moves in mysterious ways. She moves <laughs> in mysterious ways. <laughs> I thank Tim Heidecker for that story. Put that his podcast. Friend of the pod. Check out Tim's podcast. Tim Heidecker. He's a big yeah. listener. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he bought our only t-shirt we made of the pod. <laughs> Which is... Uh, it's just a white T-shirt. I got spaghetti on. So, but he bought it off us. So, so yeah. shout out to Tim. Che Guevara Tim shirt with mole. We may have told him it was owned by Roy Donk at one point, which made it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. What's uh? I don't oh, what? know. What's, I got a T-shirt uh, idea. Che Guevara's shirt, but it's yeah. Mosaic's face on it. <laughs> just says Mo underneath it. Yeah, we start photoshopping Mo like striking deals in Cuba with Castro shaking his hand. <laughs> John Mozilliak is a revolutionary. <laughs> a, a he's actually stealing communist. from the Dewitts. Steal. He's actually a real comrade, might I add. Yeah, I know he donated money to a family with clan ties. But who here amongst us hasn't donated money to the wrong group? Haven't you heard that there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capital? Come on. Mozilliak's an imperfect ally, but he's an ally nonetheless, <laughs> dang it. He's siphoning the DeWitt's wealth so that way we can take back the state for the people, for the working class. And maybe sign a reliever or two in the offseason. We really need to shore up that bullpen. <laughs> Jesus. In a way, he is funneling money to Cuba. I would get like how many Cuban have, players do we have? Yeah, yeah, Havana syndrome. Yeah, our international complex down there too. I forget. Like, I can't remember if uh, is it every major league? Do they do they have like a set location for their international complex, or is it just like situated like in each country? I can't remember that. I'm having a major brain have, fart. I have no idea how that works. Like if you like if you sign, you know, one of these sixteen-year-olds out of like Venezuela as like one of these many predatory like minor league, or sorry, just like one of these early signing deals, like they report to an international complex, and I want to say, I want to say it's in country, and uh, what they do is they just kind of get, they just get training for it. God, I gotta look that up. Well, they also have those private baseball academies before they get signed, so I could see a lot of teams just being like, just "Yeah, I want to say you're 15 years old, like you're 15 years old and you're hot, so stay there and get paying for you." Fucking soccer's the same way. Life. I mean, shit, Bayern Munich is signing like nine-year-olds. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's bizarre. Yeah, uh, this ain't a soccer or football podcast, Josh. We only talk about uh, sports that are guaranteed to get pussy, and that is clearly Major League Baseball. Oh, a, dude, plenty of soccer players. I thought you were going to say pussy. No, 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 dude. No, no, they're all that European. Guy was rolling in the cocaine of pussy. Nope, that's a lie. They're all European and gay. Especially the Brazilians, dude. I've been on 4chan. Well, he's, Argenti- he's, he's Argentine, so yeah, he's German gay. What, what else? Yeah, what else is Argentina but, you know, southern Brazil, bro? Like, come on, dude. Uh, Gavin McGinnis told me that uh, football is uh, or soccer is actually gay and uh, part of the uh, liberal, uh, liberal cabal's attempt to feminize young boys and men. Uh, it's also a pedophile ring. That's what uh, that's what Gavin McGinnis told me, and he would never lie to me directly. That's what I was told by my grandfather, and that's why whenever he said when they would hand out the orange slices at uh, soccer games that it's actually filled with estrogen. So <laughs> I was, I was uh, never able to. Take part. So. <laughs> that's why all these what all these young soccer players are developing tits. <laughs> Feminizing our young boys. <laughs> the trans cabal strikes again. Do you not have no shame? You have no shame, you sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I miss Jordan. We haven't done Jordan in so long. No, no, he's on hiatus until Nick comes back. So, 
Ryan, as a because you, you're an avid listener of the pod, right? That's what Tom, I think, has said. Yeah, my biggest fear is that I'm the only listener, and that whenever I don't listen right away, you guys are like, "Well, Ryan didn't listen." <laughs> We uh, actually right. moved up to like top 100 in France on baseball podcasts. Yeah, no, we're the no, we're the top seven podcast in France for baseball, and we're like a top 100 for all sports. <laughs> oh, thank France. God, we can finally what change our politics. <laughs> we just... can finally shift our politics back to communism. The Portuguese are making us do fascist <laughs> shit. We can finally go back. We can finally go back to our roots. <laughs> I'm uh, how you say uh, Emmanuel uh, Macaron. I uh, have a seventy-year-old uh, wife who is a uh, sexy. I am the uh, Merovingian. <laughs> but also, if we're going to appease to our French audience, we have to uh, not bathe and uh, and 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 be uh, and be sexual predators because that's just what French guys are. So we have to uh, yeah. we have to we have to. I hate to hate to say it, guys, but. We're trying to go international with this podcast. You, we got done with Portugal. Now we're on to France. So uh, what we're saying is, uh, you know, head and shoulders is the devil. And uh, women lie about everything. Everything. <laughs> I hope in, Jesus. they just listen to this in some Fran- like French art bar. Where they're like, we just try to find the worst thing to listen to. The worst thing that you can possibly imagine. The worst <laughs> Midwesterners thing. talking about a sport. The, these guys, they talk about sports and say ableist slurs. <laughs> they say our country is full of rapists and, and bread and wine. No, 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 no. We are much more than that. They talk about getting pussy while getting no pussy for themselves. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab a beer. Ooh, I got. I grabbed a beer. Nice. I don't have a beer. Oh, God, now that he's gone, man, dude. I don't know. I think he can cut it. So, I think we're going to have to... We're going to make him, uh, we're gonna have to make him do like... Yeah, I think we have to make him do like an obstacle course or some shit. I don't know. We need to get a blood test think, from him. I think we need to get him to say the N word, and that'll be his like blood oath. Yeah, That's, dude. If, yeah. Yeah, we gotta make sure we can. Yeah, I get it. We gotta get him to. We gotta make sure we can trust him. Is what it is. Yeah. And the only way. Yeah, it's just been like, it's we a can, safe space. Yeah. We're all good. Just, well, no, it's like. Hey, any, Oh, oh, shit, he's back. Oh, okay. hey, Ryan. Ryan. How's, how was how the hey. beer? <laughs> how, I, I'm opening it now. It's, it's going to be... How was, how was getting the beer? Was, I was, was that was good. Fun? Was that good for you? Good, Did you like good that? Time. <laughs> what it's beer nice are you drinking? I, I jaunted. It's a <laughs> Divided Sky um, Four Hands Brewing. Uh Oh man! You're a pod, podcast sponsor, right? I can say them. You can money. say their name on there. Uh, I'm drinking a beer we with get a Minglewood to sponsor us. That's what we should do. I'm I'm drinking a beer with a little less pretense. Uh, I'm drinking just a Rolling Rock. So you know we're. Uh, oh hell yeah! Yeah, we're just growing out, mixing uh, mixing my antidepressants with some alcohol, just having a good a gay old time here. Hell on the yeah, worst dude. fans. Watching the he Cardinals hopefully erase a three nothing deficit here against the Colorado Rockies. So yeah, yeah. My Mariners come on in a in about an hour and a half too, so I'll have two baseball games tonight. So because we are secretly a covert pro Mariners podcast, folks. You know. We're we're all about the space needle. And uh, not making the playoffs for over 20 years. That's we're, what... We're not a Mariners podcast. <laughs> we are now, damn it. Hey, no, I was oh. going to bring this up. So, you know, serious baseball talk. Uh, whenever it comes to... We are making fun of like how fans would treat like Jason Hayward and all that. Um, one of the things that... Or, you know, how... No, it's what you said earlier, Ryan, about how Cardinals think we're like uh, Yankees. Like, in terms of we have Yankees money and we need to be like aggressive like the Yankees. I feel like, and you know, a big reason why we gave this podcast the name itself is the self-applied best fans in baseball is kind of bullshit. I think there's a lot of fan bases that can fill that, and I don't really think this fan base can wear that badge um, until we go through a period of just 
just shit or mediocre seasons like we did in the early 90s and very late 80s or the 1970s because this fan base has not been challenged with its patience for over 20 years. And uh, Tom, I think I, you're exactly right. You know, yeah, I can I'm always about right. Three always other right. fan bases that we we've got the Peoria Chiefs, we got the Memphis Redbirds, we got <laughs> the Springfield Cardinals. Those those three right there are better fan bases than the St. Louis Cardinals. I'll Those tell the you the only other ones. That's I'll it. tell you I'll tell you which fan base is better than us. Okay. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's banana bananas. Uh, oh God. Honestly, yeah, though there are a lot of pirates, fucking diehards, and they just never get rewarded. They're, yeah, well, you know who's greatest player just dies in a fucking plane crash, like. Christ. You know, they've had a shit show. Like, or yeah, or uh, with the Pirates, or star closer being a chomo. So, um, yeah. Like, if Wait, the Pirates had uh, Felipe Vasquez. Um, oh, I don't know anything about this, but... I think, right. Yeah, let me look it up. It was, uh, I think he had, like, uh, sexual assault against, like, a 16-year-old. I think it was. But, like, if you had, like... And he, like, fans, fully admitted to it. Like, he turned himself in. He turned himself yeah, in. I think. Well, to yeah, to to appeal to or appease to our French, uh, our French audience. Does that sound like something a guilty man would do, guys? <laughs> Come forward and just say, "Hey, I just want a fair trial." Okay, right, right. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's France, guys. We're sorry, uh, but you know we gotta, you know. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, we gotta, we gotta be nice to friends. Yeah, he had sex with a thirteen-year-old. That's what Felipe Vasquez did, which is, you know, pretty young. Paper. It, yeah, it's pretty young. Only Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose had sex with a kid, uh, you know, only a few years older than what? that. So, oh, you didn't fucking know that? You didn't know that? This is the big reason why oh, Pete somebody... Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Is everyone's like gambling? I'm like, no, it ain't the gambling. He committed statutory rape. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this before. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, he said it on. Yeah, somebody had... tried to interview him about it over the weekend. Yeah. Because he, he was like... at the Phillies stadium. He said, we're yeah, not going to talk about that like... darling or babe or some shit like that or honey or something. Yeah, he said babe at the end of it. Like, that yeah. was 55 years ago, babe. Babe. Yeah, no. In, like, the mid-70s, Josh... Pete Rose was having an affair with like a 15, 16 year old woman or girl, lady, bitch. I don't know. Like, child. Yeah, a child. He did stat rape. And like, when people are like, he shouldn't be in the hall for gambling, like, who gives a flying fuck about gambling? What about the stat rape? Like, why can't that should be what tarnishes his career? (laughs) Yeah. Not fucking fucking gambling. Okay, not in the context of rape per se, but just generally Pete Rose getting his fucking rocks off. Do you think he just whipped off his pants and was like, you want to look at the big red machine? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, named, <laughs> I named my left nut Joe Morgan and my right nut David Concepcion. <laughs> They're my, uh, what I would call my two middle infielders. <laughs> And if you uh, turn it around quick, baby, you can be Tony Perez. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now that's a that I, that's a terrible. I think the pro- part of like the problem with Pete Rose though is that like people of our parents' age, like a little, or like I don't know, my parents are, like in their sixties, like a little older than them, like late sixties, seventies. Look at him yep. the way we look at like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. He like, he, like saved baseball again. Like he was. He was everybody loved watching Pete Rose. So I think very flawed like, hero, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he's, he's like a lot of people's childhood memories in the same way that Well, the the term Charlie Hustle, sewer. he's a Charlie Hustle out there. He, tenacious player, scrappy player, didn't strike out a lot. Got hits, team player, gold glover, played the game hard the right way. And I think that's that is indicative and very true I think of Pete Rose's career. And I also think that he was a piece of, and probably still is a piece of shit to a degree. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an enigma. Yeah, 
Yeah, in the same way that, you know, how our parents revere, would revere him, or, you know, our grandparents, per se. You know, he's definitely, uh, like, I think all, I think, like, all people, but especially, like, you know, great athletes or public figures, they're, they're, they're uh, not jaded, but complex. He's a, he's a very, he's complex, I would say. You know? yeah. I think the I, French actually have a saying for this. What was it? Um, it's, I think the, it's, uh, you can separate the art from the artist. Isn't that a French? Yeah. Oh, there you go. What Pete Rose did on that baseball field was art, no doubt. And what he did in his spare time with 16-year-old girls, now that, that was his magnum opus. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just imagining, like, the Moneyball meme of, like, you know, he goes through everything that's great about Pete Rose. It's Jonah Hill. Just like, yeah, he, he, he does everything we're looking for. But he's not allowed to travel either airborne or via bus through the state of Alaba, Alabama. There are warrants out for his arrest. Like, but, but, but that's it. That's it. He's the perfect player otherwise. His, what, his only defect is that he, uh, he'll rape a 16-year-old girl. It's <laughs> Billy, he's very under his one weakness though is that he can't resist uh premium young pussy. It's what <laughs> he can't man, he can't say no a, to children. Fucking Man, God. talk about a statutory statue, you know? He could be out yeah. in front of a fucking ballpark somewhere. <laughs> statutory statue. Oh god. No, um, he also said something funny, though, while in the Phillies booth. Uh, he swore on TV, which was funny. So he said, cock high. Cock, I hit a cock high fastball, which I don't. Is that swearing? Yeah, you know, cock. You can't know, say like cock on yeah, TV. Like, but, like, yeah. cock eyed is like an adjective. No, he meant cock high. Cock high. Not cock eye. Oh, with an H. Oh, okay, I was like, cock I high. hit a, I hit a cock high fastball, okay. which is I, I think in the middle high. of the plate. So, like he could have just said, "I hit a pitch down the middle." <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like right after he said that, he looked right in the camera and said, "What are you gonna do? Cancel me?" And <laughs> See Pete Rose now, <laughs> like you've never seen him before. Pete Rose, unleash! Take that woke media. <laughs> catch out, catch Pete Rose. Catch Pete Rose's, catch Pete Rose on his new Silence tour. Toured in all fifty cities across America. He's opening for Joe Rogan. He's now. opening for Joe Rogan. <laughs> So uh, what I did is, uh, is I promised I'd do her homework if I could have sex with her. Uh, Pete, we were talking about that you swore on TV. Oh yeah, I said cock on TV. <laughs> Pete Rose. Yeah man, I. Yeah. Yeah man, that's cool man. Yeah man, that's cool man. I'm JP Sears, but Jamaican. Thank you for coming on my podcast, Mister Pete Rose. I don't know. It's it's only a matter of time before we go on Joe Rogan's podcast. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, dude. Ryan, what would you, so dude? Ryan, what <laughs> would uh, what would I don't you think talk? he'd allow us. We're all vaccinated. I, I assume. <laughs> what? Ryan, what would you talk with Joe Rogan about? Oh, what would I ask, ask Joe Rogan? Yeah, he's like, come on, Why my does show. Why your stomach Joe? looks so weird? <laughs> Like, he's got, like, a fit gut. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to body shame something, anybody, but he, like... <laughs> something a fucking mean kid would say. <laughs> we found our but he, like... Mister, why does your gut look so weird? <laughs> I thought... I thought you worked out. <laughs> Dude, I get Yo, but he, does, he has like around children for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he has like he has like abs on like a dad gut. I don't know if you've ever like I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's clearly he's taking testosterone and like it's making him look like probably TRT too. He also has weird looking nipples too. Like, yeah. 
He's got a. I mean, here, I, yeah, I'm gonna regret this. Joe Rogan, no shirt. That's his new uh, tour name. Joe Rogan, no shirt. Shirt tour. Yeah, here it is. This is exactly no. what Ryan is. Josh, 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 just come in here real quick. This is exactly what he's talking about. Here, I'll just look it up on my phone. I don't want to move. Here. <laughs> it's perfect. Joe Rogan nipples. No shirt. Make sure it's no shirt. Make sure it's no <laughs> shirt. If you type in nipples, you're going to get something completely different. I, I just learned this new internet thing. It's all the craze. Okay, so what are we looking at? Oh. Yeah, he's got a weird fucking torso. I mean, he just doesn't... It's clearly from doing... <laughs> there is no torso. <laughs> he is like a little chimpanzee. Dude, Ryan would destroy Joe Rogan on his podcast. He fucking I'd make on. him cry. You'd make him cry. I, I, that's, that'd be the goal. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, bring that up. Bring that up. <laughs> 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 Pull that shit up, Jamie. He slides him some Kleenexes. <laughs> we got a... Oh, God, the Rockies are lighting us up, man. Yeah, fucking Coors. This isn't good for Miklas. It does kind of stink. I want him to have finish with a sub-2 ERA, but... Or a sub-2, sub-3 ERA, but I don't know. He's been so steady all season, but uh, he's getting he's getting smoked today. Also, want to see him, uh, Michaelis get to two hundred innings? Uh, we have two pl- we have two pitchers that can do that. That'd be uh, that'd be nice. Don't you don't get that a lot in a starting rotation in today's uh, in today's game? So. What about uh, I don't think who Quintana, Quintana can get it. Quintana's not going to hit it. Sadly, I know what the. Being with the Pirates, I was like, well, maybe he makes it because they're like, this is our only decent starting pitcher, so we're just going to run him out there for seven innings regardless of nah. what he's actually doing. He's at 109, so he'll probably get maybe 10 or 11 more starts, but he'll probably pitch enough to qualify for an ERA title, so he'll pitch the minimum for that. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Montgomery might get to 150, 160, but... I mean, you'll take their steadiness right now, and definitely the team control with Montgomery. So, we uh, we uh, uh, quick question here, Ryan, because you know we're we're testing you out, we're filling you out, see if you can fill these shoes. That is uh, that that is Nick, God rest his soul, wherever form of hell it's in. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about Paul DeYoung? Honestly, how do you feel about Paul DeYoung? I plays a good defense. I think we we have a better team sometimes when he's not in the lineup. Yeah, um, it's it's great that he's uh, you know having this renaissance again for you know however long it lasts. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think he's a dead like he plays great defense. So when he's on the when he's on the field, hey, we gotta we don't have a hole at short. Um, but yeah, I could either way. He doesn't he doesn't enrage me like he might some other people i could adopt you know i could be i could find ways to hate paul DeYoung if that's what you guys need mm-hmm. um if that's what you're looking for as a man who hates paul DeYoung, i could definitely you know be like hey you know paul DeYoung, you suck those are things i could say um if that's what you're you need but he doesn't actually so you're i don't think he's is what i'm hearing <laughs> This is, uh, uh, you know, on this podcast, so, we have to speak truth to power, even when yeah. it's unpopular. So we need you to have an opinion, but have it be one you've come up to on your own. So try again. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear enough, uh, you know, he sucks the uh, the shit out of human ass out of your mouth there. Uh, that I didn't hear you say once, uh, I hope he dies, and... Uh, <laughs> I've checked your Twitter, Ryan. I've checked your Twitter. You've not made any threats toward uh, him or his mother, so I don't know. It you know on this. Yeah, pod- I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't hate him that much. Uh, you need a. I mean, on this pod, got him. We. Ooh, 
We uh, we've uh, we've made it. We've we've staked our reputation on uh, hating him relentlessly, or at least having someone on here hate him relentlessly. <laughs> Who's you know, I'm your- here to clear the air mm-hmm. because uh, again, there are powers that be <laughs> that say if mm-hmm. you continue this, this road down hating Paul DeYoung this much. We may not see 2023. It's all I'm, I, I, I think is what could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think... Um, so we got to steer the ship back to, hey, Paul DeYoung, love mm-hmm. him. Love this guy. <laughs> I think we need a new player to relentlessly hate. And uh, I'm going to nominate Dakota Hudson. Is that our new guy? Mm. To and I don't mean relentlessly. I mean me. needlessly hate. I okay. I would actively root against <laughs> Kisner. Kisner, my actively hating. I remember last year he bungled two throws by Tyler O'Neill at the plate, and I I've been like I can't. I can't like Kisner ever again for this. Like, I feel like Kisner's incredibly expendable, sadly. Especially when uh, um, Herrera gets enough plate appearances, because K- Kizzy McGuire has not been that uh, not been that great this season. No, dude. What about? Uh, I mean, we still have T.J. McFarland on the team. I think he has to be number one. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we He's can hate. Gone. I, I fucking know. yeah, I fucking hate Family Guy. Fuck McFarlane. Or <laughs> fuck the Orville. <laughs> what if we just actively hate Jordan Walker? Oh yeah, <laughs> let's start get him out of here. Anytime somebody posts a clip of him, he chose the one black guy in our system. I oh, think we're going to get along nicely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you got the job. You. F- yeah, I think older Cardinals fans will will appreciate that. We'll be like, he's not hustling hard enough out there. After he legs out a fucking a gap triple, like he like he he doesn't even hit one of the should have been in the park. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he's running. He didn't run hard enough on that one. He's showboating out there. He's showing up his opponent. <laughs> it's Jordan Walker. He doesn't play the game the white way. Okay, he doesn't do it properly. <laughs> have you heard of Whitey Ball? Have you heard of Whitey Ball? (laughs) Whitey Ball. It didn't match George Hendrick and his Afro-style play. That's why we got rid of him and brought in Jack Clark and Tom Bernanski. Guys who played the game the white way. You know, Whitey Ball. I just hate that he can't keep it inside the park. Yeah, he can't hit it inside the park like... Like a normal guy, he has to hit the ball out of the yeah. park. Just obnoxious. Really, zero, zero really doubles. not. Really undermining the game there, Jordan. Okay, hitting the ball too much, flexing your your natural God given abilities like that. Really, really nice of you to do that. To show up the other working class suburban players that came up from mommy and daddy paying for all their travel ball expenses just for them to get here and you hit a home run off of them in front of their parents who flew out here on a charter plane i can't believe you would do that to someone jordan walker who are you to do that to to suburban white players like that who play the game the white way you're not even i can hear it now Jordan Walker, why don't you be a Jordan hitter? Duh. Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we've hit our hour. We've done it. And we made it to the bottom of the third where Michaelis has been let up for five runs so far. So we've done it. Ryan survived the ugliest his. Half inning, man. This has been brutal. Ryan, you've done it. You survived your first episode on the pod. Uh, how, do, how do you feel about it? Yeah. I think it went, it went pretty, you know, it happened, is all we got to say. Yeah, it's... It uh, happened, we got our, got it, you know, you know, I may have went 0 for 5 tonight, but tomorrow's another chance, you know? Tomorrow's always another chance, baby. 
I could go for the cycle. Yep. You know, that's why I'm going to swipe right. Tomorrow. On, swipe right on every girl on Tinder, bro, because tomorrow's another day. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking get it in. I'm, Adam, I'm the Adam Dunn of chasing pussy, let me tell you. I have a lot of strikeouts, but baby, every now and then I get around on one. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. So, who are we fucking tonight? We fucking Michaelis and his sage burning ass. Cuz he's getting lit the fuck up. Who are we fucking? We're going to mm. fuck uh capitalism. Let's just fuck the entire Rockies organization for being inept. Yeah, what the fuck just... are they doing? They re-sign like uh their closer to a multi-year deal, which is Weird. They sh- He's like a late thirties. Like yeah, Daniel Daniel Bard. Uh, I, I'm like, why did you guys do? Like, you sold off Nolan, then you resign like Chris Bryant. Like, what the fuck is this organization doing? So yeah, are you trying to rebuild or are you trying to tear it all down? We just want to be a 75 win <laughs> team. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I agree. Fuck the Rockies. Fuck the Blake Street Bombers. Fuck the Broncos. Fuck Mile High Stadium. Fuck Denver, period. But, yeah. Fuck the Rockies, boys. Fuck the Rockies. Fuck the Rockies. See you later.